publicly lambasted <laughs> for my lack of of podcast etiquette. Yeah, that's true. It's true. And this will not stand. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, guys, the podcast that tastes like the office and gets you drunk like one part scotch, absinthe, white rum, gin, sweet vermouth, triple sec, and two packs of Splenda. <laughs> Call it a one of everything. <laughs> oh my God. God. <laughs> Once more around the block. Okay. Here hey, F train to Brooklyn, extra bitters. <laughs> Here on Scotch and Splendor, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what-ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I am Nick. On this episode, regardless of those corporate rep blankets that only give us the budget for one a year, we're talking all about office parties. They don't seem yeah. to understand the concept of a fundraiser. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was a fundraiser. <laughs> Not fundraiser. And uh, surprisingly, your, your, your fundraiser that somehow lost money. Tsunami relief. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently on May 5th, you had a party for no reason. No reason? It was the 050505 party. 0505 party. <laughs> it only happens like once every 10,000 years. <laughs> billion. Every billion years. Billion, billion years. years. Well, we've got a lot to cover, obviously, but first, guys, we want to give you a real quick reminder that if you are here and listening to the show, please leave us a five-star review. Drop us your fan theory while you do it so we can read it here on the show. And of course, you can leave us a voicemail now. That number is 319-359-7977. What is it, Nick? It's 319-359-7977. You got it. There's the cadence for you. You guys know how to plug it in. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just go ahead, give it a call, drop us your fan theory. We got one in a little bit, uh, found it a little bit late um, that's our bad. But that's we, our bad. That's our bad. But this is in reference to last week's episode that we uh, talked about our fantasy casting like cameos, like additional people we wanted on the show who never made it. Um, and uh, But we are going to share it with you now, get a little input, and we'll maybe we'll recap a couple of things too. Got a proposal for your fantasy guest appearances for next week. Um Danny DeVito in oh. the episode what where Andy's doing that like business seminar or whatever. So Danny DeVito shows up in that and his business <laughs> is Atwater. And of course there has to be a bit where they ask him what his business does and he says they make you know, they make money or whatever <laughs> however that full bit goes. 
Always Sunny crossover. Yeah, I was going to say, so you want a mini crossover with Always Sunny with The Office. I, that's fine. They are geographically quite close to Philadelphia. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, absolutely they are. I think that would, I would love that. I mean, How I'm much would you? Sunny. I know we talked about that, but... It, if uh, if it was Frank and he was like just sitting there in the desk and he's drinking Wolf Cola, yeah, and <laughs> just talking about uh, uh, you know the most recent scheme with the gang, it's Dude, genius. What if what if Philly Jim like walked into Patty's or whatever? Yeah, like like walked into yeah. the bar, like Dwight, like on accident. <laughs> they have their big mansion party for for big muscly guys. Nothing sexual. <laughs> And like Dwight yep. just mentions something in passing on like a Monday about going to a party that wasn't what he expected in Philadelphia over the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got Ryan's wolf condoms that he drops. Oh, God. It's Frank's, <laughs> Frank's giant condoms for his magnum dong. <laughs> I haven't watched enough of Always Sunny to be on your guys' level, but I okay. know that the show is, is very funny, and I do love everybody on that show. So, yeah. uh, Danny DeVito, I'm here for it. I think, I mean, honestly, Danny DeVito could have easily been, like you say, yeah, he's there, like, Andy's trying to do the business seminar thing, trying yeah. to get people signed up. He's in. Or he could have he could have been part of the uh, job hunt. Yes. Um, oh man, for the oh, manager. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he he could have been like a Tallahassee like you know person. <laughs> you just get you just get there interviewing Dennis also. It just <laughs> it's a quick cut to him going. No, you don't understand. It's because of the implication. <laughs> the implications. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been really yeah. funny if they had like the whole gang there for the for the interviews for junior salesperson. That's like the gang gets to work or something, the, yeah, the and they're all interviewing through. for the one job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Charlie would go in there. He's like, "Uh, this is the manager. Uh, I'm really more of like a janitor, a master of the custodial arts type." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's talk rat traps and. <laughs> Like, can what, we, are the, what are the cooking facilities look like here? Is there enough? Is there enough? You know, leverage for for some milk steak and jelly beans. <laughs> it's like, and what's your spaghetti yeah. policy? <laughs> Pulling out the bag of spaghetti. Yes, <laughs> I'm okay with some crossover uh, action. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just as long as it doesn't feel too shoehorned. I'm I'm here for it, man. Yeah, it's all good. That's so. all right. We'll end up doing a second one of those at some point. I'm sure we had. I'm we, sure we will. We spent so much time just riffing and BSing on those, even off mic. Yeah, that I'm sure we'll end up with another one of those. Well, and at this point, you know, it's like the second time we've had somebody like bring up crossover ideas. Maybe we yeah. should just bring on like crossover. We'll, we'll do a yes. full episode on fantasy crossovers. Fantasy crossovers uh, to our other favorite shows. You know, that'd be so much fun so um well cool hey thanks for calling in thank you for getting that to us thank you for joining the conversation with us uh i know we've got a fan theory out there that was i think emailed into us though right bj yep yep we got an email in I, we don't get enough of those emails i mean honestly everyone listening just shoot us an email so we know you're listening just yeah. say hey happy monday uh happy fourth of july because that's when this is airing yeah and uh you can uh you know, just shoot us one. But this fan theory, I I read a couple weeks ago, and I have just been chewing on it, and I and I'm excited to discuss. But the theory is, Dwight Schrute is the actual main character of The Office. Okay. That's okay. Short and sweet. 
And so I'll go ahead and I'll start with a couple of things. So, you know, while I was thinking about it, I think some evidence for, right? Because I mean, I think for the most part, most people would agree that like maybe Jim is probably the main character, Jim, Pam. Jim slash Pam, know, obviously. Michael. And then, and then most people like if, if when the show was originally airing and up in, up until season seven, everyone would have said Michael Scott is the main character, right? Yeah, totally, sure. totally. Yeah. 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 So some evidence, you know, for just me like thinking about it was like Dwight is the only actor, Rain Wilson is the only actor, Dwight's character that showed up in every single episode. The only one. Yeah. Okay. True. Um, true. Yep, and I mean, I could go on to a whole lot more, but I know you guys want to get some in. But, like, we obviously learn a lot more about Dwight's, like, home life yeah, than good point. any other character. You learn so about his family. So much extended family. Um, you know, and then, you know, the biggest thing is, like, at the end of the series, the entire show, Dwight wants to be manager. He's always, like, stuck in number two, you know, always a bridesmaid, not Dwight. But he <laughs> finally gets his shot to be the branch manager and that's how the series ends with him running a successful branch of Dunder Mifflin. Like he won. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, there, it's also like you say, I mean, Dwight is about the only constant to be completely honest in yeah. that show. You know what I mean? Like he, he's the only one who doesn't like, I don't know. I would say goes through like massive changes. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I uh, I think like he he gets a love interest. He does go through some of that stuff. But I mean, I feel like Dwight. That's it's very it's very feasible that Dwight is in fact like the hidden secret like main character. I agree. Yeah, I think that that's a fair point. Like you said, I mean the the overarching story sort of ends with him, right? I mean it ends with everybody because they're doing everybody's talking heads, but like. It's a big it's a big focal point of the finale that you know he's got the 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 branch now and he's the one getting married and you know he's the one with a kid and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. We do learn so 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 much about Dwight's extended family. And f- for better or for worse. Yeah, <laughs> we learn so much shrewd goodness. There's so much time spent like exploring like Dwight, you know, and and even when he takes over the building and everything, it's yeah. true. He is probably like the most arcing, you know, or like biggest, uh, I don't know, focal, focal point, point for such a long time. Because, and I feel like it makes sense. It's like what what else are they going to focus on? You, Michael leaves. Yeah. Jim and Pam are just dealing with their relationship yeah you know and like normalcy like yeah it's not like it's this will they won't they thing like it was for the first three seasons you know what i mean like yeah they're together they're married they have two kids like yeah you can spend part of a season talking about sort of the difficulties and troubles that go along with a marriage which they do right um but beyond that like there's not a lot else they can do with that yeah. So yeah, it's a good point because you get like Jim and Pam have these huge changes. Michael leaves, the company gets taken over by new management mm-hmm. more than once. Right. Like yeah, Dwight's kind of your constant. Yeah. I wonder if uh, um, I wonder if there's anything like deeper on this, like from any of the creators or anything too. Um, you know, if you from it, like a Michael Shore or something. Yeah, and like you know what, when you really think about it. 
and I know this is probably overthinking it to a degree, but at the same time, like, like Dwight is the most centralized person in that <laughs> office. Like even his, even physically, his, his desk is like yeah. <laughs> centered yeah. to be in the shot of like every single thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, yep. for sure. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Like, I know. There's arguments that like, uh, you know, the, the, the true love story isn't Jim and Pam. It's, uh, Dwight and Jim, you know, do out there. That's another theory. Dwight and Jim. And Dwight think, and Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how they like how they're like, like their friendship, story, but like how their friendship, but like how they oh, hated okay. each other in the beginning and grew together, and and then you know he ends up being his bestest mensch, and like that's the true that's the true like friendship story, and it's not Jim and Pam, and they're kind of a side a side love interest, and I I mean I think anyone watching season one through four would probably disagree with that, but anybody who's seen the office 11,000 times, like three of us would <laughs> maybe, maybe agree that that, you know, that, that could be the case too. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I really like this theory. I, 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 the it's season eight, nine, that maybe locks it in as a vote. Yes. For me, because yeah. Yeah. they wrap up the show completely centered around Dwight, Angela, their, his, his career, you know, I mean, Jim basically takes a back seat on 100 yeah oh yeah for sure you know, to him yeah and i so so officially for the vote i will vote yes cool i will also vote yes i'm going to vote yes on this and i'm so happy that this is part of the scotch and splenda ethos now <laughs> so i really am i think it's the yeah. main character yeah it's i think it's such a such a uh i don't know i think it's such a great idea to like have out there in the world yeah you know? for sure so yeah i mean every show well, that was- got a, every movie's got a main character right yeah, like, this is if you gotta if you gotta name one, try to. I mean, and fans out there listening, if you disagree, send us your thoughts. Call in, give us a rant. Tell us who the main character in your opinion is. Uh, it doesn't matter at the end of the day because we already voted it yes here. But but we want to hear it. <laughs> so speak. Yeah, oh, so that was a fun theory, God, and I and I like I said I did chew on it for a while. But speaking of chewing on something, I am now parched first thirst. What do you got? Oh. Luckily, we got something to sip on here. That smells spicy. It is a little spicy today. We got a Stag Junior. So this is one of the uh, offerings from Buffalo Trace Distillery as well. So this is uh, so Buffalo Trace does an antique collection every year that comes out. Uh, one of the bottles that's featured in that is their George T. Stag. Um, this is a little bit lesser aged version of that. That's generally a little bit higher proof. Um, so this one today comes in at a hundred and thirty-one point one. So Third we are a cask. Yeah, we are a cask strength. So it's a little bit. It's a little bit spicy. It's a little hot, but it's a little bit on the hot side. Yeah, we've had it open for a minute here to try and Breath. air it out. I now. Have you had this one before, AJ? I know no. you've had the George T. Stag at my house. Okay. But I don't know that you've had the Stag Jr. Yeah, I couldn't tell you there, homie. Um, I mean, I'm, I've am i got some ice in there. Yeah. Uh, if you can't hear the clinkies. Very tasty bottle. If you can get your hands on one for MSRP, which should be somewhere between like $50 and $75, it's mm-hmm. very good value. Okay. I would not say that it's necessarily worth the secondary value of like two hundred and fifty dollars okay Um, but i would definitely drink it at like 50 to 70 bucks a bottle all day so 
what kind of what should I what kind of like soda should I mix this with? Um like like uh, squirt, like kick squirt a or like yeah. like RC cola. If, if you got a nice if you got a nice fresca handy. Oh, I, fresca, oh my god, ginger ale. I will say on a side note on soda. Yeah. I was recently turned on to one that's local to like Southern California called Cactus Cooler. Cactus I don't know if cooler. you've had it. Oh my god. God, is it good? Really? It's tangerine pineapple. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. it's so refreshing. Well, I accept. It sounds delicious. So, but anywho, either way, cheers, keys. <laughs> Let's go ahead and pop this bottle cheers. open. Uh, clinky, clinky. All right, what do you got? Is it spicy? Is it spice tastic? I don't know that it's going to be real spicy. It's not crazy high rye content, but it will be a little hot on the alcohol content. What? Oh. Oh, give it a second. It's, I'm trying. Give it a second. It's taking all seconds. It's taking a lot of seconds. It's a hot second. It's a hot second. It's a hot one. I don't know that I'd say it's as hot as the as the barrel bourbon that we had a while back. That blend. It's a high proof. It's a hundred. I mean, it's 133 or 131, whatever it was. 33. 131. There's like a, damn. There's a lot of oak. I mean, you can definitely taste. Oh, yeah. It's an oaky afterbirth. I am salivating. It in, sits. In oh, way. yeah. yeah. It sits with you right at the top of your throat. I was, oh, yeah. I was going to say it sits yep. heavy in the jowls. Yep. <laughs> for <sure> me. <laughs> it's a yeah. good. It's a, it's a sipper for sure. This is a great one with a cigar on a summer night or a fall night. Oh, we've done that before, sitting out on like the screened-in porch. Y'all are, y'all are rich boys. Oh, it's a nice night. You've uh, been there for those know. nights. Yeah, but I'm not the one. You're f- one of the rich boys. I'm not the one facilitating <laughs> it. I'm just easy. I'm just taking. I'm just God. literally taking. I'm just taking part in what has been facilitated to me. All right. I'm, God knows I. I haven't had any any. Financial input, I guess, if you will. <laughs> this is it's the beauty a, of hanging out with uh, with rich boys like you guys. It's a nice, it's a nice slow right, sipper. Okay. It's complex. It is hot. <laughs> it's got a lot going on. If you let it sit with you there's for no a while. Reason, oh, sorry, I was going to ruin Nick's day by saying there's no reason to get staggerated about it. So, uh. can you mark that for cut? <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's a slow sipper for sure. Well, it's got some complexity to it. You let it sit for a while after the finish is sort of worn a little bit, and you yeah. do get more of that wood. You get more of that like vanilla, more of that like burned caramel. Yeah, if you keep going with it, and the ice, the ice definitely helps for me. I, I think honestly, this is a straight up like one. This is a straight one. up single packet. I'll take it. Single packet okay. Splenda. So yeah, it's we'll bring warm. some. It's we'll bring some. Sure. F- some fun stuff for some milestone ones. I know both me, me and BJ have like an old rip Van Winkle 10 year. Oh my. We got the big boy for yeah. this one, that George T. Stag. I think it'd be fun to bring that 32 year Lafroig. Even oh though God. I know that you both hate yeah. scotch, I think that would be fun as a nice like milestone yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd still be cool to drink. It would still be funny to listen to all the people who really do love scotch be like so aggravated as AJ just like chokes down this glass of this excellent whiskey. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just tastes like band-aids made out of 
made out of burnt apple peels. (laughs) 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 I had, I remember some Tarzan shit. I had somebody describe a Lagavulin 16 to me once as it's like drinking an orange that survived a house fire. (laughs) Good God. And that's pretty accurate. (laughs) And and that's enticing to you, huh? Okay. Well, fine. Well, hey, so 1.0. 1.0. I'll point take out. that. I'll That's take a, a 1.0 1. there. So, yeah, uh, guys, I think uh, we might as well just kind of keep drinking and keep partying because it seems like the Office cast almost never stopped partying. Well, there ain't no party like a Scranton party because a Scranton party don't stop. Party don't stop. I'm so glad that that is where that went because, oh, yeah, daddy. Uh, yeah, I mean... Speaking of which, actually, I love the fact that um, I'm gonna. I'm basically diving right into this, FYI. Let's do it. Um, but I also I love the fact that Michael's first instinct when he's going to go to the convention is how he's going to set up a party in his hotel, and he's got to facilitate the party for everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he just feels this need. It's not just hey, I better bring a bottle of booze on the off chance somebody has a party. I've got something right. to contribute. It's Hey, I should bring all the booze. I should bring an entire shelf of booze. And a strobe light. Yeah. And a sound system. <laughs> and, and some uh, terrible music. And some, yeah, whatever well, whatever the girls gone wild parties by how much guacamole he always feels he needs to make for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's, he is... He is like chasing being the best host of the best party. <laughs> he oh, is. He's never like, going to get there. Okay, so let me ask you guys this straight out then. Would you go to a Michael Scott party? Probably a thousand percent. <laughs> if I'm one of wait, the employees, wait, wait, wait. if I'm one of the employees, probably not. If I'm Nick Morella yeah. looking at a Michael Scott party from the outside, I'm like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me, let me take it one step deeper. You're a part of Michael Scott's improv class. Oh, he says he's having a party. Are you going? No. <laughs> if you're in the improv yes, class, you probably I hate think- Michael. No, yeah. I, if I, if me, if I was in the improv class, I would not hate Michael because I think I would find everything he's doing like ironically funny. And I would definitely want to like go out for a drink with this guy who's like just really bad at improv. Like I think, and I hate to say that maybe on the inside to be laughing at him, not with him. Yeah. But like, I also have some friends in real life that I laugh at and they're my best friends. Like I That's think true. it's funny. Yeah, and then they know they're they know they know why I'm laughing. It's it's okay. It's acceptable. Okay, so now now let me put I, it on the let me let me put it on the flip side for you. Uh, and maybe this is more going to be more geared towards. No, actually, I'm going to say I'm going to say towards both of you. <laughs> um, it, so now you're a part of the telemarketing crew oh that God. Michael goes to, and he yeah. says, "Hey, I'm going to have a party." Yeah. Are you going to go? Yeah, he seems like a fun guy See? in the telemarketing department. <laughs> yeah. I'm what about you? What about you, BJ? He is yeah, he is I, situationally a fun guy. <laughs> okay. The problem is it's a context issue. In the improv class, everybody's there to like learn improv and get better and try and get good at what they're doing, right? And he's just so disruptive and such a jackass all the time. But when they're at the telemarketing place, that's a miserable environment. And yeah. he's still kind of a disruptive jackass, but you're at work in a miserable environment, so it's a welcome change. Yeah. 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 And no, I, think I know. That, I think the whole point of that, like, marketing or the telemarketing thing <laughs> was to prove that, like, Michael was, like, probably enjoyable to be around before he was manager. Yeah. Because 
you know, every nobody likes the teacher, right? Everyone thinks the kid that is yeah. makes the jokes in class is funny. Like Michael was, you know, and I, I, I mean, it's Michael, so it's like to the extreme. But, but yeah. I do think that I think that he was liked more, maybe not a hundred percent loved by everybody before he got promoted. You think Fanny me. Pack Michael? Was cooler, like Long was more fun. Hell yes, I yeah. do. You think he was party? He was party all all around. Oh yeah, not just not just in the back. No, for sure, he okay. was party in the front and party in the back. Okay, okay. So yeah, he he was like he was packing in that fanny pack. You know, he had he probably had like he probably had like a little baggie full of Molly in the fanny pack. He probably <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Dude, it was no. the 80s, bro. No. Well, at that point it, it probably, would have been the probably uh, cocaine. early 90s, I think. <laughs> probably cocaine, yeah. If he's friends with Packer, you know what you know what the only reason he's carrying cocaine is cuz Packer said, "Here, hold on to this. I don't want to lose it." Didn't didn't he make mention about how like a ton of people yeah. were doing cocaine at one point? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Dunder Mifflin, Dunder Mifflin in the 80s. You should have yeah. been there. It was should have been That's boy, what I'm saying. <laughs> So, it's rooted in the lore of the show. <laughs> I'm not just making wild accusations. They basically say everybody did blow it under Mifflin in the 80s. And then I guess a bunch of people got in trouble. Or <laughs> so, so like Michael's basically trying to like continue 80s 80s Scranton Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. And uh and then I like to think though too that Michael, like you said, like everybody hates the teacher, but you know, Michael, again, terrible idea. I don't know who did it. It wasn't David Wallace because he wasn't there at this time. Yeah. But who in the heck hired Michael Scott to take over the branch and become the manager of his peers? I have no idea. Because Creed was there, Phyllis was there, Stanley was there. Like maybe Jim and Dwight would would have been like junior salesmen yeah. at best when he took over. It's not like he was the most senior in, employee. No, not no, at all. But I think in Dunder Mifflin, like it, that like whoever's the best salesman becomes like comp, like the like gets promoted. I think maybe that was the philosophy. They were you almost argue that's how Dwight got promoted. Well, and you could argue it that that's why that's why that's why Michael got promoted because that's who he wanted to promote to his job. Yeah. You know when yeah, when he absolutely. was when he was thinking he was going to go to the corporate job, yeah, take over Jan's but position. By, but think about somebody who never interacted with Michael at the branch. Okay, so it's a corporate person, whoever it was at the time, maybe Robert Mifflin before he retired. Uh, all they Told really nice. know about him is is that he has great numbers, right? Yeah, so he, paper. He looks good on paper. Yeah, he looks good on paper. No pun intended. But by definition, <laughs> he is the best at his job in the office because he was the number one salesman in the company before he got promoted. Right. So, yeah. I mean, by, by definition, he was the best at his job. So why yeah. wouldn't he get promoted to then grow all, everyone beneath him to be the best salesman and make the most money for the company? I mean, you could almost sit down and really justify why he got promoted if it was someone who didn't work with him on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And then and then you think about the fact that he loved this place so much. He worked his way up. He was the best salesman. And why was he the best salesman? Because he loved to party in the eighties. And he was just like having a blast the whole time. And I think that's why so many parties have to happen at the Scranton branch. He just wants to keep that going. Yeah. He just he like he feels like 
this is they're the fun branch he's like this is what i have to do to like make people either like me or like make people enjoy coming to work he wants people to enjoy coming to work as much as he loves coming to work but obviously like nobody is ever going to be that way well he wants to change that perception because everyone says they're worse than camden that's right <laughs> yeah. says worse than, like, camden branch and so like he's throwing parties constantly like we we're saying in the intro he he's yeah. just coming up with ideas for parties the 050505 party yeah the tsunami relief fundraiser fun raiser fun raiser not fund yeah. cuz <laughs> it lost, lost money, money. <laughs> um but and again again they only have the the budget for one office party a year so yeah. you know we're we're not we're not paying for this um the Dundies, I think it's a great place to be like, Michael loves the Dundies. The Dundies yeah. is like, he just thinks everybody loves the Dundies. He just... He thinks he, everyone he, loves the Dundies. He does. That is correct. He just, he thinks everyone loves it. He's like, it's the best thing. It's like, you know, I just love, that is one of the best like introductory like talking heads ever. The Dundies is the best thing that's ever happened. It's like, uh, every, people get recognition. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean... Who's going to give Kevin an award? Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> he's, and, then, and then he's talking about like, he's like, he says, guy goes over his neighbor. He says, it's like, yeah, I just got an award. It's like, it's like, wow, you got an award. It's like, no, man, nobody ever recognized me. Fast forward, he smells something coming terrible from the neighbor's house. Neighbor has hanged himself. God. Due to lack of recognition. Uh, it's so rough. Just one of those so. jokes that would not land in 2022. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not at all. And, not good. <laughs> it's just not a good thing. And he's just so in his own world that he's throwing the best parties at Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> or at Louis Volpe's later on. Louis Volpe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they got banned from Chili's. I they got banned. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Where uh, did you get these so, crayons? Uh, what was? <laughs> I brought them from home. It's a cloth tablecloth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cloth drawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, Kevin! All right, let's th- let's throw it around. Name yeah. uh, name some of our favorite party moments, or just parties in general. Just Nick, parties wanna, in general. Start us off. All yeah, right, Nick, start us off. Mine's a mine's a two parter because it happened at the same time. Okay. And it All right, is. Let's skip you, AJ. Go ahead. Wait, what? What? Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell is happening? It's All right, just get it. Go. <laughs> Phyllis and Bob's bachelor bachelorette parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, naked Phil- strippers in this office today. Yeah. For for the, realsies. For realsies. The Benjamin Franklin <laughs> yeah. impersonator was so funny. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit a couple episodes ago with Dwight, how he can't separate, like, reality from fantasy. Yes. But, oh, my God. The Benjamin Franklin impersonator just getting, like, moderately sexually harassed, and he's, like, sort of into it and doesn't understand that it's, like, at his expense and not, oh, all these ladies want to get with a founding father. Right. Is pretty hysterical as far as a dynamic goes. It is, it is also one of the cringiest things for me to watch him then actually hit on Pam. Yeah afterwards didn't you have what was it didn't ben benjamin franklin have syphilis? syphilis yes yes but i don't <laughs> my name is gordon <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously bob's bachelor party down in the warehouse which is from when to when yeah uh 
It's like two to three. It's, 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 yeah. from, it's, from, uh, it's from 1.30 to 2.15. Yeah, that's right. It's the only time he had It's the only time he had open. Yeah. Michael hires the stripper, which comes in, and Bob refuses to get a lap dance from, so Michael does it. It's yeah. so awkward. Feels so guilty. He calls Jan. Oh, my God. It is, Which it, is a very funny recurring joke later when they do the the fun run race for the cure and she comes in as the nurse. Yeah. To accept the check. Oh yeah. To science. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> check, the check to made science. out to science. <laughs> and they're talking they're talking about how uh it's like, well, why don't we just take the money that we've made and put it into a trust fund so for when her son goes to college. You met that kid? He's not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> so giant check it is okay yeah. <laughs> they spent like a, a third of it or a quarter of it on the check yeah is uh, that the same episode he grills the steaks on the yes on his george foreman yep, grill yes. he grilled his foot oh yep. gross yes. gross yeah. i got Beat all the up. foot off of it who wants gross. some of my man meat beef <laughs> it's what's for dinner and then they've all got like paper plates and plastic forks that they're eating <laughs> these steaks with. <laughs> that is a good one, man. Like it's just an obnoxious like thing that he is trying to do for everybody. My my favorite party is probably not that one. Okay. My favorite party is probably Benny on at Christmas, but I know that we're saving those for yeah, uh, probably. We'll probably do a holiday episode later on in the year. So I was trying to steer away from holiday. Obvi- obviously, holiday parties are like such a staple for them. Yeah. Um. I just I love I love all their holiday parties. Like I've said this on I don't know maybe maybe it was when we did I'm super stoked Nick but yeah like the office christmas episodes yeah. are a staple of my holiday season oh yeah so like i have to watch like the the christmas episodes of the office i have to watch like during christmas or december i have to watch new girl thanksgiving episodes during yes. thanksgiving you know yes. because yeah. and and you know correct me correct me if i'm wrong guys i don't remember there really being much of a thanksgiving episode of the office is that right? No, I can't really think of one. I can't really think of one at all that ever came about unless there was like a like a cold open that kind of happened. But I'm almost positive that they go from Halloween to Christmas almost every season if they're going to do it. Yeah. I can't yeah, think of a really Thanksgiving isn't. one. Um, well, that, <clears throat> Thanksgiving is a tough one because you don't have a office party. Oftentimes yeah, I mean, you don't. The, the the writers are probably on the mark with that is like, yeah, you don't have an office party for Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. Still really seems out of character right? though for Michael. Yeah. Like you, know. you think yeah. that he'd do like, like, he'd do like a potluck on the Wednesday before or something like that. And then everybody yeah. takes the day off and he's the only person there with a giant roasting pan full of stuffing and no other dishes. I imagine that that episode <laughs> would have consisted of, you know, Dwight bringing in a hatchet and like walking around the office, and then um, well, he's got the like, goose at one point, but that's yeah, Christmas, that's still right? Christmas, yeah. And then and then you yeah. probably got Michael who's gonna make like a gobbler joke about like Phyllis and her neck. <laughs> it's just like he's <laughs> just like very or or and Creed and like something insane. He's gonna call about the Black old, Friday, of course. Yeah, the the. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, yeah, it's just like gobbler jokes about the old people and like a Black Friday joke that just doesn't hit right. Yes. And uh, it's like, yeah, that probably was best it didn't happen. You're right. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite parties uh, that they have is the uh, the lanch party. Lunch party. Yeah. yeah. We could just change the, the a lunch to party. A, we could just change the <laughs> then U it's to lunch an a. party, Kevin. Uh, then is it would it really say lunch if party. It's called lu- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, like and it's it's also where we find out about the best pizza in Scranton. Yeah. Uh pizza uh, Alfredo's pizza, pizza Cafe, Cafe, not Pizza yeah. by Alfredo's. Um, that's like a hot circle of garbage. A hot circle of yeah. garbage. <laughs> FYI, have you guys ever had pizza that you'll just like, like it's like, hey, it's takeout pizza, and like here it is, and you're just like going to refuse to eat it like that? No, of course not. I don't no. think I ever had. I either. don't think no. I've ever had. I've had some pizza that I've had that I was like, <sighs> yeah, this is technically pizza. I think. Yeah, it counts. Like, it's like cafeteria pizza or like yeah. Totino's party pizzas. <laughs> Like the little dollar pizzas or <laughs> that you're like, yeah, I think at its basis definition, this is technically pizza. Dude, do you guys want to hear a very funny elementary pizza story? Yes. Okay. So elementary yeah. school pizza. Um, unfortunately, like one of these pizzas, it was like a, it was like a cheese pizza uh, and it did not get cooked all the way. Like oh, you could no. kind of tell. And so my buddy, um, my, my friend said he like said yeah it's not cooked and uh it was like a teacher's aide who was like also a substitute teacher's aide so yeah. it's like she's like not actually a teacher she's just like a person who said yes i'll cover because you need another body yeah and she comes around and she like he says like hey my pizza's not cooked all the way like can i have another piece and she basically thumbs and fingers through this pizza yeah. Says, no, it's fine. And then says to, tells him to eat that one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, he, he didn't skip a beat. He's just staring at this pizza like like it just talked to him. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> and that was it. That's the whole story right there. Congrats. I love that. <laughs> um. Anyways, pizza by Alfredo. Yeah. Um, so, but by the way, this is also um, this is um, Pam. I like to think of it as uh, Pam and Jim's second date, second rooftop date. Yeah. Um, but you also have the kidnapping. Yep. You have with the kid from Glee. Yep. Uh, Dwight, which I think is yeah. funny because they mention at one point that Michael's favorite character on Glee is the invalid. <laughs> which is the kid in the wheelchair and the pizza yeah. boy is the kid in the is wheelchair him? from Glee. <laughs> Look. Yeah. That's so a good wonderful. Callback. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so good. Holy crap. Um yeah, I just think it's a it's a really really fun episode yeah. and like I I love the fact that like Michael has to come back. He's not invited to the real party. Yeah. Him and Dwight still go get authentic New York sushi. If you say that I have to stay yeah. here and go to the webcam part or the satellite part, I'm going to throw up. 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 I'm throwing <laughs> up right now, Ryan. Yeah. We're already in the, 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 the part with the buildings. <laughs> the big part with the buildings. <laughs> the buildings. 
He throws the he throws the what is it? Uh, L the places you'll go book out the yeah. <laughs> like, but it's they didn't have but they, they didn't, didn't have, have it, it, so it's green eggs and ham, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you'll get the sentiment. Yeah, yeah. No, I love no. I love Dwight's bit about like I don't like you, but because some town in Switzerland says so, you have rights. You have rights. <laughs> Geneva Convention. I mean, you, just, you just pretend like you're gonna you're gonna hurt him. <laughs> Uh yeah, I think that's a really fun one. Um I I love that 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 they're so Dwight is so in to the idea of going to New York that he just he's like, Yeah, let's go to New York. All right, you drive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he drives a, he drives his Trans Am to yeah. New York. It gets it's like, like fourteen <laughs> miles to the gallon. It's like oh, a, I think it's eight, right? It's, 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 at one point, eight. there's oh, a yeah. joke that it's yeah, and it or it's who terrible. says like oh so, Andy or Andy Bernard's like yeah, yeah nice. You gets four miles to the gallon. He's like yeah, try double that. Try like, eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, outstanding. Yeah, I, I just I just love right. the idea that these parties are happening and like Michael has to put them together, like and make and work with them. Yeah. That's great. BG or faves. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, well, I don't, I don't know. It's definitely not my all time favorite, but I have to call it out cause it may be one of the most iconic and cause the most like memes and gifts and everything else <laughs> on social media still to date for birthdays. But, and it's definitely not a Michael Scott birthday party, but it's a, it's Kelly's missed birthday. Kelly's yeah, Jim missed. and Dwight were in charge of the party planning committee and they forgot to throw Kelly a party yes yes and of of course I'm referring to the conference room that Dwight decorated in brown <laughs> and gray gray balloons to it match the uniform the carpet they it aren't even the carpet <laughs> Dwight this fits in the palm of my hand and he says he squeezes yeah. it I bet I say the line once a month of are you trying to hurt my feelings? Because <laughs> feelings. if so, you have succeeded. If so, you've succeeded. Yes, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> that is in my like actual vocabulary of things that I say. Are you trying to hurt my feelings? Because if you have, if you are, you're doing so successfully. And <laughs> but so, the iconic sign of it is your birthday. Yes, period. I love it. Period. Yep. Not even an exclamation point. It's uh you know what's funny and not to like detract from this this awesome party like right away I, like the chiclet on the on the cake it's like <laughs> it's not even decorated. Um but I I'm going to take this back. It seems like almost you know what? No one really knows how to um throw a party quite like Michael. Quite like Michael. Yeah. Am I, I right or am I right? I, no, I, or I like am I right? Well, I think I think I think that was the point of that episode is like Michael did know how to throw parties because remember Kelly's like, there's always a theme and like Jim looks yeah. at Pam and she's like, there's always a theme. Always and, a yeah. theme. and even, and even Pam defends uh, Michael going way back to a, an issue. We talk about way too much when Toby puts the hand on the knee, but oh, yeah. Pam's like, huh, I'm kind of sad that we're not going in tomorrow. Uh, Michael probably had some crazy theme plan like scrambled egg Saturday or something, yeah. you know, like, yep. like he definitely does make it a fun workplace sometimes. Yeah. He also makes it an awful racist workplace. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too, so <laughs> there's, there's another example of this too. And it's when it's when Michael goes 
off into the woods for Survivor Man style. Yeah. And Jim has to throw a birthday, and he tries to put all the birthdays together. Yeah. And he he even says when Michael gets back, he's like, oh, yeah, I tried to do that once. Don't worry. Give it another, like, you know, wait till you're here 10 years. Yeah. And you'll figure it out. He's like, I hope I'm not here in 10 years. He's like, no, that's what I said. (laughs) <laughs> that's what she said that's what she said you got a mouthful <laughs> <Yeah>. of cake <laughs> that's what who said I never know I never know <laughs> very humanizing moment for, yeah. for for Michael to be like I never know I just, I'm just trying to break the tension I'm just trying I, to I think that was like a realization moment for Jim 100% yeah. kind of looking at his future you know yeah. and I think maybe that oh, yeah. then you could you could do the trickle down effect of him wanting to get out and don't worry yeah. we're going to do Jim and Pam part two and I got a big theory for that one still and it, it many many episodes ago but yeah but that is definitely like exactly what it is like Michael is trying to make it a fun work environment and he does it just over the top and inappropriate but in some regards like he's not wrong like, no yeah. for sure <laughs> well and, I mean and uh yeah, go ahead. that's that's the thing like again it's it's Michael uh basically trying to keep things going and this 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 idea that Jim just would think oh these parties are just unnecessary like we're taking yeah. all these parties but we're not getting work done like we're not and it's just like no no like what are you talking about everybody wants a party like yeah. there's nothing wrong with having a party people look forward to them even though people like don't like pretend not to enjoy them yeah it still obviously is a break in the day it helps you know, keep the keep the day going for people, um, and I think that's like what makes it Michael such a good manager half the time. It's an excellent moment with the uh, the Toby interaction, where he does like yeah. the well, what's the <laughs> it's a cake, Toby. <laughs> it's a cake, Toby. So and it's one of <laughs> come those, on. It's one of those running jokes where every person who's manager or acting manager at some point has yeah. a negative interaction with Toby Flunderson. Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's like always the worst. Uh, and by the way, Toby, wet blanket. Uh, yeah. He's basically a corporate wet blanket. He's he's He would bitch it like, eh, we're really not supposed to have alcohol at the parties. It's yeah. just like, zip it, Toby. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking nerd. Be cool. If I can't throw a good party for, you know, my employees, then like, what's this all about? And, yeah. And even then, you know, Toby later on is the one pouring a shot for who like like pod packer or something or yeah. when somebody walks in but you know i don't know is there any other like like fun peripheral parties that like weren't necessarily holidays i mean we touched on a well, on, on birthdays maybe and we stuff just talk about the uh kings and queens of the party planning committee yeah we can kind of round this out with them for sure yeah um yeah. i mean well all right well give us your obvious one bj does it rhyme with schmangela well, She's cute as a button. Oh, so it's not Angela. Oh. Oh, wow. That's just shocking. (laughs) Okay. You must have gone Phyllis or Pam or Oscar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think the the evolution of the party planning committee is hilarious. Like, it really is like a funny, like, runner throughout the entire series. Yeah. And it, like, comes full circle as people get jaded and, like, Charles comes in and they spend hours and hours parties. Yeah. Planning parties. (laughs) And, but obviously, like, the original, the OG, like, 
party planning committee captain was Angela, right? Yeah. And because yeah. she's the most organized, she's as cute as a button, and she throws uh, the best parties under Michael's. But I have a theory. She is That's the not true. She is the That's biggest anal dick about everything. Stop. You're right. You got I want to. I want to throw a theory out there. Okay? Throw it out. Is it that she's cute as a button? Voted down. <laughs> Voted down <laughs> two times. <laughs> Good. I think my theory is that Angela was the best lead of the party planning committee because she had to basically deal with Michael and his fantasy expectations of a party and her realistic way below like expectations of a party and meet in the middle and actually created really fun parties because she was in charge under Michael's direction. And I and that's my theory. Like I think because of her they were good. Mm. Because but if Michael got everything she want he wanted, they would have been ridiculous. Like yeah. nobody could afford it, right? But, like it, it's it's unacceptable. But Phyllis throws the best party. With goodbye well, Toby. Phyllis Phyllis erred on the side of going too big, like too trying to get. I mean, she was on the phone. She like what called information and asked if they had what anti gravity uh, machine. Gravity, yeah, anti gravity machine. Yeah, and they that's ended up, not real. And they ended up Is sending her to antidepressants she... because Angela's a giant, giant cock about stuff you know, all the time. I think that that just shows how Phyllis goes. Above and beyond, yeah. he tries every avenue to make sure that everyone is having the best time. Suck it, Ben. You know, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, that by the is way, a party that that's a party that they could afford one time, and I have proof of that because the fund of that party came out of Michael's shoe, and, and he also did be able to pull that out. You know why people were so generous? Just for the fireworks. You know why people were so generous? Because she's not a dick, BJ. That's right. Because people like Phyllis. People. Even though she's a giant piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> she's personable. Uh, by the way, that technically that's not um that's not historically the best party. It was the most expensive. It was the best, like at, at the moment. But Moroccan Christmas actually was considered the best Christmas. Uh, he says it's the best Christmas party they've ever had, right? Yeah. Yeah, the be- okay, but still the best Christmas party. But we're looking at Christmas parties and parties as a whole. Parties and as a general. Okay, but they're both from Phyllis. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like Oh, BJ, check and mate, check my friend. Check and mate. You mean to th- you mean to tell me that that she she she's having Angela put together pita chips? I mean, y- come on. Moroccan Christmas was gold. Moroccan Christmas, frankincense and myrrh. Goodbye, Toby. Excellent. You know why Moroccan Christmas was so good? Because Angela got put in her place. Yeah. Angela I mean, with a, a hair. Angela is having sex with Dwight. Hey, Angela is having sex with Dwight. Let's let's back away from like the quote best parties that no office should be throwing or could afford on a regular basis, and just look at the facts, like. When Angela was in charge, like Angela was in charge during the Dundies. Yeah. Let's take let's take Dundies Michael Jordan out of the equation for the greatest of all time for <laughs> basketball because he was so good and nobody else could guard it. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? 
BJ, I'm surprised. You must have really invested a lot into that microphone. It's picking up pretty excellent oh, reception, despite the fact that you were talking out of your ass. Out of it. <laughs> Completely out of it. <laughs> Angela's the queen of the party planning committee. I rest my case. I think everyone's going to write in, email in, and uh, send a voicemail saying you guys are both wrong. All right. Well, uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead, and we're not going to vote on this. We're going to let our listeners actually write in and vote on this, and we'll make sure that they get us some information on this because uh, uh, obviously it's a it's a great debate. Even though Michael would agree that you know some of these parties came together because of Ryan's effort. Um, yeah. So nope. Ryan yeah. gets no credit. Right. <laughs> Thanks to he, Ryan. He did as much as he did at corporate, which is nothing. Okay? Yeah. We're yeah. not giving Ryan any credit. We can all agree on that. Okay, fine. <laughs> so, well, I, I don't know. I think uh, I, that's we're, we're about running thin here, and I yeah. think... Uh, that's a pretty good start to our to our parties, but guys, don't don't forget we are going to be covering all the holiday parties uh, throughout this year as best we can, um, and obviously settling in big on those uh, Christmas parties. So uh, we do obviously want to thank you so much for uh, being here and joining us on Scotch and Splenda. Uh, what are we, we talking next week? What are we talking about next week? We got uh, was it Dwight? seasons one and two right? i think yeah i think we're gonna jump into dwight uh people have been asking us to go back in cover on some uh some of our main characters and kind of get back to our character episodes so we're going to go ahead and go with uh who is obviously the main character of the show Official, we're gonna jump into yeah. dwight ep- uh seasons one and two to get this roll in and i can't wait to talk about his hair so oh, man yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dwigged. Dwigged. <laughs> dwigged. One dwigged. <laughs> D W I G H T. Well, thank you guys again for joining us uh, this week on Scotch and Splenda. Please get us on social media. You can find us anywhere on Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. It's at Scotch Splenda. Uh, if you'd prefer to email us, we've got our email, which is Scotch and Splenda podcast at gmail.com it's all spelled out no ampersand no plus any of that scotch and splenda podcast at gmail.com or call us in leave us a voicemail that's probably our favorite leave us one of those so that we can play your voice on air we would love to hear you the uh people who listen would love to hear you and we say it every week it goes straight to voicemail you don't have to talk to anybody and that number is 319-359-7977 319-359-7977 leave us the leave us that voicemail Perfect. Guys, you can find me anywhere on social media. It's A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S, A-J-Vens, anywhere on social media. And you can find me, BJ, at I am the Beach. That's Beach, B-E-E-J, on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, you will find me in most places at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Uh, Twitch is probably where you'll see me the most, um, but you can find me if you dig the, the whiskey stuff, the beer stuff. You'll find me at Morella Nick on Instagram. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much again for joining us. And until next time, we will catch you on the flippity flip. The flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Bye.